Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Before we start, I would like to draw your attention to what I can offer you as a master coach. I can help you to focus on your why with clarity, uniting your passion with your purpose with a plan to create the life you truly desire. Book a free 20 minute coaching call right now via calendly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson forward slash call and we can take it from there. Hello and welcome to episode 268. This is my 42nd Reflections episode and it's been an eventful few weeks since my last Reflections. Bit of a roller coaster, you could say for me really. I attended the Professional Speaking Association Spring Conference held at the Celtic Manor Hotel in Wales and I got to watch some incredible speakers, three of which have actually been guests on Focus on Why. Alex Williams from episode 183, Realising Potential, Shelley Bridgman, episode 215, Time for a Change, and Dr. Linda Shaw, episode 230, Recalibrate Your Thinking. It was wonderful to see them speak from the stage. Although until you get that opportunity, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to those episodes to hear all about their purpose and what they're up to in life. On a high from being inspired by the words of these incredible speakers, I was driving back home when I received the news that my grandmother had been admitted to a hospital. You can't control everything in life and this was such an event that was beyond my control. My course was corrected unexpectedly. I continued back home first and then made my way to the hospital early the next morning. I talk about purpose all the time. And with purpose comes legacy, and that means facing our inevitable mortality. And yet, when you're actually faced with the death of a loved one in that moment, time both speeds up and slows down simultaneously. Nothing else seems to matter in this moment. Saying goodbye to someone you love is hard. However, I do believe that it is a true gift to to be able to be there to say your final goodbyes to one another. No one can prepare you for this moment. What do you say to someone who's been so important to you in your life for so many years? If words fail you, there are other ways to show your love. Through your touch, through your presence, through your smiles. It was all so sudden. She had collapsed the day before and was taken to hospital. I was told that she did not have much time, so I raced to say my final goodbye to my wonderful grandmother, who was in her 90th year. We'd been planning a big celebration together for her birthday in June. Sadly, It was not to happen. My mother had warned me that she was not awake nor speaking. However, when I arrived at my grandmother's bedside, hearing me speak, she woke up and we had a meaningful conversation. She asked me if I had a cold. I said no. I was just crying. She asked me why I was crying. I couldn't reply. My words got stuck. Tears simply streamed down my face. Tears expressed what my words could not. I asked her if she was in pain. She said she wasn't. We spoke about how her artwork should be on the ceiling instead of the plain, white, boring tiles. I said that I was going to get mum and that we'd be back soon. We blew each other kisses and she smiled. Then she drifted back into a peaceful sleep. I actually recorded this on video for my brother and my mother to watch back. 
and I've watched this short two minute spontaneous video over and over since. And whilst it is upsetting seeing what was to be her last ever smile, it's so special that I managed to capture it in the moment. Together with my mother and my brother, for the rest of the day, we held her hands, stroked her hair, sang her favourite songs and shared all the wonderful moments of our many years together. It was both heartbreaking and beautiful. We thanked her for all the, her time, energy and love that she'd given us, shared how much joy she'd brought to us, told her how much she had cared for us and tended to all our needs as a devoted mother, grandmother and great-grandmother. My grandmother was an incredible, stoic woman who was fabulously creative with her hands, a true artist of many crafts, such as watercolour, embroidery and knitting, a fabulous cook, a truly gifted green-fingered gardener and a steady golfer too. I have so many wonderful memories of her that will stay with me forever. We were very close and she was more like a mother and a best friend to me. We shared a very special bond, so much so that I even called her by her first name. She taught me so much. She listened to me. She was always there for me. In fact, she was always there for anyone whenever they needed her. I am so grateful that we were there for her when she needed us right until her very last breath. No longer here, yet Ruth lives on as her memories are tightly entwined in our hearts and minds forever. Ruth, we love you. Hear the bird song. See and smell the flowers. Together now with your beloved George, my marvellous grandfather, fly free. Thank you for being so special and for loving me. Ruth Kerr, 21st of June 1932 to 4th of April 2022. If you have the gift of saying goodbye to your loved one, cherish it and treasure it. Focus on goodbye. And if your loved one is still here, then tell them how much you love them today. Focus on saying hello and treasure every goodbye you ever have together. You never know if that might be the last one. I want to say thank you to everyone who's passed on their condolences. Truly, you have really helped over the last week. In particular, I want to share a message that I received from Caroline Kavanagh. She said that we miss people in proportion to the love we felt whilst they were here. The grief will subside. The love never does. Wow, Caroline, thank you. What a beautiful message to receive at this time. My topic of purpose has never felt more relevant than in this very moment now, bringing to focus on why all the different meaningful ways that people are living their lives with purpose, fulfillment and happiness, reflecting on the fine thread that your life hangs on. Why wouldn't you make the most of every day? So thank you for listening. Let's head into my reflections from the last five episodes. First up is episode 263, Young People's Futures with Jake Richings. Did you leave school with all the answers knowing exactly what you wanted to do in life? Unlikely, except most young people believe that everyone else has it all worked out. Engaging and inspiring young people, showing them that one size does not fit all when it comes to life, Jake Richings helps them to understand that they are not alone in feeling unsure about their future. Using the medium of TikTok and speaking professionally in schools, colleges and universities, Jake is on a mission with his vision to give young people all the tools they need to reach their potential. Jake's purpose is to shine the light on young people's futures. Now, I first met Jake back in September 2020, online, obviously, and he was just getting started with the, all the work that he was doing to help young people. 
I recommended that he listen to a few of my podcast episodes, which he found really insightful and helped him to develop his own purpose through his work. From some of the conversations we had has came many ideas that have since become huge parts of Jake's work. His use of TikTok to communicate concepts to his audience is a prime example. And Jake wants to create a world where everyone can reach their potential. He worries that there are a lot of other people that are doing the same as he'd done, that maybe settle for average when they could do so much more. Are you settling for average? Are you exploring your potential to the full? What more could you achieve and why? Life is a gift. How are you maximizing this gift today? What more could you do to ensure that you experience a truly purposeful and meaningful life? Something that Jake said that made the most sense to him was the idea that your purpose is inspired by your biggest pain. Now, this is something I have found that many guests have shared on the podcast, that their reason for being their purpose driven focus in life has been as a result of a pain an anger or a need for change as a result of a negative situation that they've been in. The reverse of, of a passion and yet no less powerful in any way. What is your biggest pain? What makes you angry? What is a negative situation that you would like to resolve in the world? What challenges do you face that will cause you to fight for justice or peace or just solutions? Jake and I spoke of the UN Sustainable Development Goals, just as Brenda McGurgan and I had spoken of them back in episode 246, Scale with Purpose. Did you have an opportunity to check them out yet? There are 17 goals and here they are. One, no poverty. Two, zero hunger. Three, good health and well-being. Four, quality education. Five, gender equality. Six, clean water and sanitation. Seven, affordable and clean energy. Eight, decent work and economic growth. Nine, industry, innovation and infrastructure. Ten, reduced inequalities. Eleven, sustainable cities and communities. Twelve, responsible consumption and production. Thirteen, climate action. Fourteen, life below water. Fifteen, life on land. Sixteen, peace, justice and strong institutions. 17. Partnership for the goals. Which one of these 17 stands out for you? Which one can you identify from either a passion perspective or from an anger perspective? Which fires you up inside the most? All these value-based and purpose-driven goals have one united intention that collectively we will focus on creating a better world to live in together. If you take just one action today as a result of tuning in, please make it be that you look at what is going on around you, what inspires you or what angers you and see how these global goals relate to you and your life. See how you could meet the desperate needs of the world around you, which in turn will help you to live with purpose and in turn with your contribution, you'll find the fulfillment you desire in life. Next, I would like to thank Charlie Wyman, another guest from episode 247, Capture the Curiosity, for introducing my next guest. I often receive introductions via LinkedIn, email, WhatsApp or Messenger, suggesting potential guests to come on the show. And I'm really appreciative that people think of Focus on Why and recommend those people who they think would make great guests. So thank you, Charlie. Episode 264, Time to Think with Tony Brooks. A master's qualified psychologist, author of the book PI Leadership and founder of the podcast Leadership Mindset. Tony works with owners and leaders with SME businesses globally. 
As a leadership psychologist, Tony shares the threats your ego, self-esteem and your identity face on a daily basis and how to address the issue at its root cause. He said it's time to examine your thinking. It's time to think. Does a thought that you are not good enough ever enter your mind? It is just a thought, yet so many people let it take hold. Are you aware how you can become a master of your thoughts and of your imagination? If you are thinking you're not good enough, you're not alone. Tony believes the number one difficulty that leaders face is their own thinking and the underlying challenge of not feeling good enough. There have been many moments in my life where not feeling good enough has reared its ugly head. However, as I get older and maybe a little wiser, I seem to care less about whether I measure up to this impossible and fictitious subjective measure. I remember the wise words of my mother-in-law. Well, there's a phrase you don't hear very often. No, I jest. I have a very wise mother-in-law. At the time, she shared this piece of wisdom and she was working as a psychotherapist and I'd just become a new mum myself. So this is going back almost 20 years now. I was trying to do everything perfectly, if there ever is such a thing. And I was reading all the parenting books I could get my hands on to be that perfect mum that I aspire to be. My mother-in-law saw my efforts and reminded me that whatever I did would be good enough and would be done from a position of love with the knowledge and tools that I had available at that point of time. From this point onwards, I have never given myself a hard time and instead of feeling not good enough, I reframe the expression to I'm good enough. It has brought me great peace over the last two decades. That doesn't mean to say that I sit back and think that I have all I need right now. Far from it. What it means is that I'm seeking growth and learning on an ongoing basis and build on what I have. It means that I have high self-esteem, that I have high self-worth and I have high self-respect. It also means that I'm open to feedback or feed forward, as I like to call it, that I'm open to understanding better ways to do things, that I have a growth mindset, as Carol Dweck would call it. I was close to calling this episode success, fulfillment and happiness. As Tony mentions, these three elements as being critical to the feeling of being good enough. With the conversation that I had with Tony at the time, I said that I would take some time to think and journal around these three words with the three simple prompts of success is, fulfillment is, happiness is. Now, I wrote a lot, in fact, and I'll be sharing some of what I wrote repurposed into my Friday Focus weekly newsletter soon. But here are a couple of sentences on what each word means to me. Success is evocative. It is personal to the individual, yet it is a general term which encapsulates so much and it is used so often. In its dictionary definition, success is simply the accomplishment of an aim or a purpose. Success is achieving something you've been wanting to achieve. Many people are wanting to make changes to reach success and are willing to make the changes necessary to achieve them, but very few people actually make these changes. They resist them. This I find curious. For me, success is found in so many areas of my life and I celebrate all the wins whenever I achieve them. Fulfillment is fundamental to life if you want to live with purpose and vice versa. By focusing on what you love, you combine your passion with your mission and you get fulfillment. With growth, you can experience fulfillment. With contribution, you experience fulfillment. With happiness, you experience fulfillment. Happiness is not a destination. It is a state of being, a feeling of having. Happiness is felt in moments of pleasure, gratitude, purpose and passion. Happiness is joy.
do you give yourself time to think specifically around success fulfillment and happiness i highly recommend that you take some time to think about what each of these words mean to you as tony said keep attending to your mind health find more time to think and examine how you're thinking about yourself other people situations Allow yourself that time to change your viewpoints, shift your perspective so that actually you do better things. Next up is episode 265, Rewrite Your Story with Mina Kumari Adnani. Mina is a global high performance and business coach, a motivational speaker and a trainer. She helps women build their self-worth and make more money. She's a former lawyer, qualified in the UK and New York, and senior corporate executive with over 20 years of business sales and marketing experience. And we found each other via LinkedIn. Trusting a family member to manage her finances back in 2016, Mina lost all her cash savings. Two years later, shifting from a scarcity to an abundance mindset, Mina hit her first seven figures and brought her dream villa in Bali, becoming the first educated person and the first self-made millionaire in her family. To build your self-worth alongside your net worth, Mina shares how to live life on your terms and rewrite your story. She said that it doesn't matter where you are in your journey. It doesn't matter what you've been through. You have the power to rewrite your story. I've rewritten my story many times. More recently, as a midlife beginner, I've crafted a new life for myself and my family. I live life on my own terms and going back to success, fulfillment and happiness, I understand what each element means for me and how to achieve them and why. It is about being clear about what you want. Mina spoke of being the architect of your own dreams. It's true. You have the ability to empower yourself. Mina said that she'd wish she'd known about this in her 20s, but would she have listened to her knowledge then? Sometimes you have to experience certain things in life before you understand the bigger picture at play here. One of the reflections of what Mina shared was that we think we are physical beings having a spiritual experience, but in fact, she thinks it's the other way around. If that's the case, that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience, how does that change the order of things? What impact does that have on our lives? There is much that we cannot explain in life about energy, spirituality and neuroscience. There is much to learn about our brain, yet it is so exciting. I know from my many conversations with Dr. Linda Shaw that our understanding of the brain is an ongoing investigation. And regardless of what the meaning of life is, one thing I know for sure is that we are responsible for ourselves and that we need to step up and take responsibility for our future. I'd just like to say thank you to Mina for reaching out to me via LinkedIn and for having this wonderfully rich conversation that we had. Next up is episode 266, Meaningful Change with David Roberts. David is a highly regarded CEO, coach, board advisor and investor with more than 25 years experience as an entrepreneur and entrepreneur across multiple sectors. He's bought, grown and sold businesses, worked with value-driven startups, SMEs and global corporations on strategies for profitable growth, leadership development, exit and succession. And he says it's about making a difference. You can be much more happy and fulfilled in what you do if you can see that link between what you spend most of your time doing and what the meaningful change is that you want to make in the world. 
again, it comes back to success, happiness and fulfillment. Seeing other people succeed and connect their purpose with their values, harnessing energy as a force for good is what David thrives on in life and in business. His passion is for people with purpose and building teams that lead with an entrepreneurial spirit to execute on their mission, deliver exceptional service and to really make a difference. For David, life is all about creating meaningful change. What about you? Are you creating meaningful change? What change is in fact critical for you to make? What will happen if you do make these changes which are meaningful? Energy is a topic David focused on, and not just because he works for a company which is involved with sustainable energy, or that energy is a hot topic in the UK, particularly at the moment with increasing energy bills. Energy is at the heart of everything, he said, and yet he sees so much energy that is wasted in the world. Not energy being wasted on leaving the lights on, doors open or running the dishwasher when it's half full, although these are terrible examples of wasted energy in the world. David was specifically referring to the wasted energy that people spend on worrying, complaining or blaming or on misspent time. Seeing my grandmother's life end this week, misspent energy is at the forefront of my mind right now. When life is simplified to what really matters, it often comes down to a handful of people and the relationships you have with them. Everything else sits on the periphery. Pointless conversations, arguments, focusing on the wrong things, they all seem trivial in the grand scheme of life. Being more laser focused on what really matters and moving quickly away from what is not relevant. It comes down to staying true to your values and directing your energy into what you want to achieve and what will lead to success, fulfillment and happiness for you. David spoke of hyperlocalism and its importance. If you cast your mind back to the UN Sustainable Development Goals, they all have to start somewhere, and affecting change on a local scale is the first step. Start hyperlocal, then go local, then regional, then national, then global. Focus on why started hyperlocal. With an idea I had in my own home in the outskirts of London, I reached out to a handful of people. The idea was well received and I continued to branch out. By the time I came to launching the show, the ripples had spread much further. On day one of launch on the 30th of April 2020, Focus on Why was listened to in seven countries. The UK, the USA, United Arab Emirates, Italy, Netherlands, Singapore and Turkey. Now it is downloaded in 110 countries and don't worry, I won't list them all. But don't underestimate how you can affect meaningful change. A clear mission and a valued contribution travels a long way with the help of all those willing to go the extra mile to pass on your message. So start hyperlocal. My final reflection today is episode 267, First Class Life with Helen Adams. Helen is the global leader of the female business revolution. She helps female entrepreneurs create the income they want so that they can enjoy the lifestyle and gain the impact that they desire. It took Helen many years to discover that following one's soul is the way to live that first class life. But then she became aware that this was her purpose and is now on a mission to empower one million female entrepreneurs around the globe to create the income they desire and deserve. With Helen's mission, she wants to encourage and empower women to step into their power and show that intuition can be your best friend. Waking up to the truth, setting off on the right path with courage, creativity, passion and confidence, Helen understands the impact she always wanted to make. She believes at the end of the day, we came here to live a first class life. 
We didn't come here to be extras in our own movies. Now, I often refer to this podcast as being the soundtrack that I provide to your own movie. And it hadn't really occurred to me before that in life, we're each all these film directors making a series of movies constantly. Are you the star in your own movie or are you in the background? Now, I ask you this question because of what David said about that misspent energy, because Helen is speaking of misspent energy here too. Energy essentially wasted following paths that have been set out by society or influential members of your family or friends or peers. It's about you not fulfilling your own dreams. Jake, Tony, Mina, David and Helen all agree on this. It's about listening to your own voice and pursuing your higher self to have the courage to fulfill your own dreams. Pursuit of purpose is found through your own passions in life and not in the passions of others. Be true to yourself and be your own life coach in the sense that only you really knows what it is to like to be you. You are unique and no one else has the experiences that you have. With creativity, yes, you are creativity. Whether you believe it or not, trust that you are. With confidence and with courage, pursue your passions with your purpose and a plan. As Helen said, whatever time of year it is, wherever you are, don't wait for something else. If you've got a dream in your heart, take that first step now to achieve it. Because at the end of the day, we only have now. Carpe diem. Seize the day and make it a great one. How has this conversation had an impact on you? What value have you received from tuning in? What are your reflections with actions? Please take a moment to leave me an Apple podcast or Spotify review sharing how Focus on Why has made a difference to you today. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going, simply connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or join the Focus on Why Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.